What do you call a, f- a factory that makes okay products? I don't know. A satisfactory. Welcome to this podcast. Uh, Learn filmmaking, made by Bakum and uh, Akira Corporation. Currently, we're sitting in a studio owned by Bakum, um, and today we have Will Willie William or William Mirman with us, and I'm your host, Adelon Sansand or Erland Sansand. Now, today's theme will be writing, and uh, here we have a great writer. Now, William. Why don't you tell uh, tell us a little about yourself and your work? Yeah, so um, I write uh, mostly for both stage and for film, but mostly stage. And I have written one musical and uh, a lot of different plays for children. Um, but I've also done a couple of uh, short movies. Uh, not done any features just yet. Uh but yeah, I, I started out with acting though, but then it gradually changed as I uh, got more and more used to um, just being interested in the story. So I, I I wanted to make more stories instead of playing them, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I see. <coughs> we'll get uh, we'll get back to um, acting a bit later. But yeah. why why don't you tell us about um, a few of your scripts? Scripts. What's your favorite one? Why? Favorite scripts that I have read, uh, or I mean, I have made, or that I made and wrote. Made and wrote. Um, I think my favorite is uh, one of the first I made, um, which is called Loop, which is about uh, this detective, which um, he has a split personality, so it's kind of like it's kind of inspired by Fight Club, and he has made a case which he then tries to solve. So he solves the case he has made for himself. But he doesn't realize it, but the audience realizes it at the end. So it goes in a loop uh, because he never realizes that he has made the case for himself. And that is, uh, I think that is my favorite script. Uh, I wrote that back in 2017. Um, and it's it's a comedy. Uh, and it was really fun making it because uh, it was a detective story with musical elements. And they do not match at all. <laughs> it's like they burst out singing um, in something that should be smooth, jazzy vibe. So that's uh, that was really fun, really fun making that. Sherlock Holmes combined with a musical. Yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of. It was very inspired by the Thirty Nine Steps, actually, and they have a lot of comedy uh, in the in the play, though, not in the in the movie. Uh, how did you get this idea? Oh. I got this idea, uh, I started out by making, I wanted to highlight the positivity and the the positive sides and the negative sides of being addicted to a game. Um, So everything that happened in this story was actually inside a game inside the story. So I had, the idea was that um, two characters were playing a game in the play and we had actors playing the, being the characters in the game. So the, the characters in the play that played the game uh, had a dice which rolled, which they rolled, and that, um, that kind of determined what uh, the outcome would be in the scene. Uh, so the idea, I got it from my father when he actually asked me, or, or he said to me, wouldn't it be nice if 
the audience could choose what could happen in a play. So uh, I made that based on that. So it's a dice that changed the outcome. So it was three different outcomes in the same scene. But I gradually cut that out and just focused on the story uh, inside the game. So I didn't have the players, I just had the game. And then I cut out the different outcomes. So I just had one storyline because it would be so much for the actors to think about, you know, having to learn three different scenes and then nine more different scenes for the next, uh, yeah, it, it would be a lot to remember. Yeah, so it would sort of, so the original idea, well, the idea was that you had many possibilities. Correct. Uh, and this would sort of be like a game. Yeah, um, yeah. Do you think you could make anything like that again? Well, maybe not as many choices, but something similar. Oh, that's I haven't thought of that, but uh, absolutely, I think it's something we I should tap into because gaming is it's becoming more and more uh, common uh, now than thirty forty years ago. So it, it's and also the being addicted to gaming is uh, that's really. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I, I could see that happening, but I I don't know what kind of story I would make though. Um, I really fell in love with that 1930s look, you know, detectives and stuff. So I don't know how it would look in if I made a new uh, new uh, script with uh, something of with the same theme. Yeah. Uh, well, how do you start writing a script? Like, how do you get an idea? Uh, what are your steps? Do you have any steps in designing and uh, in, in designing and making a script? It's uh, it, it's really funny because it can happen. Anything can give inspiration. Uh, I for example, this uh, a random plant you see outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just like we, yeah, yeah, definitely. If you if something is funny, then it's just write something about that and keep it as uh, how you think it is funny. If it's funny to you, then it's probably funny to a lot of other people's or hopefully just one other <laughs> but um i i get ideas from just things happening around me and just observing them um i i uh, i wrote a, a a small uh or a pilot for a series a sci-fi series but i got the inspiration just by listening to a um piano themed piano sound my brother made so anything can give inspiration and uh I usually just uh, write uh, things I kind of would have expected the characters to react. I like to create the characters first, so I have a character, and then how would the character react, and how would he not react. So, um, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah if that's... <laughs> so, so to your character development and ca the character itself isn't a the most important part absolutely uh, if you have a if i have a good character uh it it you can just throw him out at, at anything and just uh, as long as there is an obstacle for the character to to meet uh i mean if you have a compelling character and an obstacle for the character you basically have a story uh, you can have a lot of different elements as well but uh you need you need to have something for the audience audience that they um it could be a character that you dislike or really love Anna. yeah <coughs> um what is your favorite character shortly what is your favorite character that uh i've written or that i've seen in a that you've seen in the movie oh favorite oh i really three best uh, with the one uh just name three best 
three uh, best. Um, I really think uh, the villain in Star Wars is pr- Star Wars is pretty well. Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, I think he's well made, uh, and uh, uh, I think it's a cool plot that he has. I like that he is so so you know um, uh, kind of manipulating everything, pulling the strings and stuff like that. So I like that character and. Um, that's an interesting question. I kind of. I also like the uh, um, the Joker from the Joker movies. I I kind of like Joaquin Joaquin Phoenix take on the character and how you actually sympathize for someone that is uh, basically evil in the uh, comics. Uh, so that's an interesting character. And they basically do kind of th- that thing, though, uh, that they make you feel sympathy for the character, and then the obstacles you you kind of feel uh, the obstacles he is uh, that that he has to uh, that he is being challenged on. So you, so you. Um it makes him human and similar to ourselves. People have issues, and it if it, it, yeah. it feels it feels like that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And I don't know that third, maybe some, uh, maybe one of the characters from Prisoners, uh, the character Hugh Jackman plays, is really an interesting character, and yeah. it's it it it, it kind of highlights how far you would go for your children, and I think it's I think it's authentic in in a way, even though it's pretty brutal and savage, but it's uh, I think it's kind of authentic you know, that it that some parent could actually go that far, but uh, yeah. Um. Back to writing. Uh, if a story is, if it's sort of stacked and it's, it's not that good, uh, do you think rewriting and creating new ideas will be um, the new script? Like, it, if it if it makes the the new script entirely different from the old one, it it could it definitely, and, and it could be. I mean, the the first uh, uh, <laughs> the first sketch. Uh, yeah, the, the first sketch or the first take on the script could be the backbones or it could be like the meat on the bone so it could be what creates the character in the first place and then when you rewrite it you could have a totally different story but you base some of it off what you or originally had and i think that is very important to do actually to rewrite what you make because then you suddenly f- find gold and uh, i want to keep this but i want don't want, do not want this and then you can just pick and choose so I think it's very important to actually rewrite things you make. Uh, but of course, uh, if you don't have time, <laughs> then you uh, just have to make the best out of uh, what you have, have. Have you ever gone back to an old script and seen, this could be better, and then you have... Uh, All the time. Rewritten. <laughs> All Any, <laughs> yeah. Any plays um, that were presented, have you ever rewritten one of those later? Um. I I did uh, visit um, one of the plays I made for the chi- one of the plays f- uh, the children played um, uh, the class I have and called the reality I mean that was the title in Norwegian though and uh, there are some things I w- would definitely change but I'm kind of satisfied with how the ending went there so even though I want to change it I kind of feel like I w- it's I should just keep it for what it is and I try to do that actually on 
on loop and make a naturalistic uh, kind of detective story. But it just didn't it just didn't feel right for the characters because they were so absurd and they were so wacky, uh, wacky and and um, I, we didn't focus on the naturalism. We focused on uh, making a, a comedy musical that uh, made you disconnect from your everyday life and just enjoy yourself at the theater. And when I started to making it naturalistically, it just f kind of fell flat in a way. And the characters died. They weren't that interesting to watch anymore. So I think even though I probably want to change scripts I've made in the past, it's kind of nice to just let it, you know, let it stay the way it is because that is part of the charm that they had. Um, but I feel that way when <laughs> whenever I make something for just like, ah, I should probably change that a little. Ah. But it's it's hard to um, decide whether you should uh, whether you should actually do it or not. Um, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, sometimes sometimes think things can become better, but should you change it? Well, if it ain't broken, don't fix it. You feel like do you feel like like that's. I mean, minor things I, I do actually fix, but uh, the major plot lines I rarely change. Uh, and uh, but if something is not so obvious in a scene, it like uh, say there is a love scene and it's not clear that it is a love scene, then I probably fix that a little just so it makes uh, it clearer for the audience. But I don't change, you know, the 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 plot line that he doesn't fall in love with the character if he was falling in love with some character. I don't change that. I just change uh, how the dialogue is written and stuff like that. But I keep the plot line. Yeah. Um, well, uh, a story can be many different things. Um, a story can be something about you. It can be about friends. It can be about family. Uh, it can even be about a table. But what is the most absurd story or script you've ever written? Like, what was it? Uh, oh, that's... Uh, okay, I, I had this... Uh, it was just a scene, though. It wasn't like... A, we didn't make a, a play out of it, but we made a scene called The Interrogation. Uh, me and a friend of mine, a brilliant writer, by the way, and, and uh, <laughs> it was about uh, a bunch of cops interrogating two people uh, something was stolen from a store and these two people they are affected one of them is affected by uh, he has smoked weed before he came there and the other one has uh, basically uh, taken speed before he came there so they're both under the influence of some sort of drug yeah so it's absurd in it you know it's absurd from the from the start uh, but they have a lie detector right and uh, the drugs we didn't research that much though but we expected or thought that uh, we would slow down the heartbeat and speed would increase the heartbeat. Um, and we based it off that. So the lie detector uh, said that everything one of them said was lying and the other one, everything was true. And the chief and the police, he was like, yeah, if the lie detector says that, that is the truth. So we just, <laughs> it was abs uh, absurd comedy though. And it was uh, really funny to just writing it. So they had no idea what they were... Um 
what, what they actually did. Yeah, and then then the twist is that the actually the police chief was the criminal. So oh, <laughs> everything is just nothing. It's a bunch of plot twists. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 not a. It's just a bunch of jokes <laughs> and and what we. <laughs> Oh, uh, how far we could take a joke and just yeah but uh, that was probably one of the most absurd things I've written because it's uh, it doesn't make sense at all mm. yeah uh, well taking things a bit far well what's what's the thing you wished you had uh, taken f- further that's a really good question uh, something I wish I'd I don't have an answer for that um, something I wished I'd taken further huh that's all right. We can get back to it later if. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get back to that. I'll think about that. Uh, so do you, do you try to force include things or do you not? Uh, I I I often base characters off people I know and change them a bit. Uh, if that what uh, you're referring to, it, like. Well, well, that's well, that's an, well, well, that's a better thing. You can talk about that. Oh, um, how I make the characters? Or? Yeah, how you make the characters. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. I I I base them uh, most of the time off people and then. Um, sometimes I, you know, we all have dreams and nightmares and stuff yeah. like that. If I have a vivid nightmare or a vivid dream, I would actually base a character off that. Um, I actually did that for a D&D session I had where um, I had a nightmare where uh, someone I knew was, like, capturing people with, like, uh, metal garn or something and then tighten it so that the people in it died. So I made that into a horrifying creature that did that in the D&D story. Um, but uh, it often helps to pick someone that I know and then just exaggerate uh, something about them. Um, for example, uh, exaggerating their pride or their greed or something like that. That And that gives uh, <laughs> that can give very funny characters. Um, yeah, so it helps to base them off someone. Someone. It also helps helps with the story actually, because if they have done something that you 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 share something with them and they've shared something with you, and you can use some of it uh, as long as you respect the material, and and then you ha- can have a really compelling story about something that um, should be told and should be seen by people. So you sometimes you take stories and exaggerate them and people. Absolutely, yeah. So, well, let's say we we two went on a fishing trip and we uh, fell in the water in the very beginning. Do you think you could exaggerate that? Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, I actually the play I'm making now is about kind of that. Uh, they they fall into. Uh, is it about a red herring? <laughs> no, I, w- I wish it was, but it's about. Uh, Children being dragged into the water, and then the fish are eating the humans. So they have to escape from the fish. Uh, it's just, it's just, uh, it, it's kind of comedy, but uh, but it's uh, a role reversal. Yeah, yeah, basically a role reversal. Yeah, uh, and then there are lots of weird creatures in the water, you know. Uh, yeah, and that's basically it. And but uh, I mean, if I was to exaggerate the characters, I would probably have to spend some more time but the event in itself can easily be exaggerated maybe they drain into the water and uh, the water is i don't know it uh it, it's a um it's inside the belly of a man or like you know Joachim von Nierstein stuff like that or uh, it could be it's kind of hard to get on uh, come up with something on the spot though but 
uh, it's easier to exaggerate the event rather than the character unless I have the character thoroughly made then it's easier to exaggerate the character uh, yeah uh, well we've heard a bit about uh, your writing now on to acting um, is it easier to be an actor if if you're a writer do you think so I think so yeah I, I think it helps because as a writer you always have to re uh, reread what you uh, what you've made and uh, I think that helps because I, I, I feel like most actors should reread every script they have to read at least five or six times before they actually start working on it just so they know everything in the story and even more it's good uh, reading it you know 10 times 20 times uh, it's uh, more the more the better um, and I think doing writing definitely helps uh, to get used to that yeah mm. it probably it definitely does now what makes a good actor oh that's uh, the many things uh, how 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 much they uh, in, in how 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 much into character they are, they are. Uh, if they're if you can't tell uh, who the person is anymore because he's so much into character, that's one factor. It could be how much emotional availability you can uh, show to the camera. I mean, how much you're capable of showing, uh, how far you're willing to take things because a lot of things, uh, a lot of scenes expect a lot from the actor, um, and being physical can i think that can help as well to just to uh doing stunts and stuff like that is i think that's a that's a nice perk for a actor to have to to be able to do stunts and you know fighting choreography and stuff like that uh who do you think is a good actor well you can name a few or just one i i really like uh, jake gyllenhaal and joaquin phoenix um i think they're brilliant actors um um but there are many there are many anthony hopkins brilliant um brian cranston there are lots of brilliant actors out there um yeah uh in your opinion what makes a good movie like why is it a good movie like yeah what makes a good movie uh, i mean uh, for, for me personally i like the if the story is so compelling that it moves me to tears or or uh, i it 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 it, uh, it's ma it makes me so invested in the story that uh, it doesn't have to be but it, but it it definitely uh, is a positive thing if the movie can do that but also like when i watched lord of the rings for the first time i was so the the the, the environment and everything i was just so uh, pulled into it and uh, it was like in I was living in that 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 world just for those uh, three hours, and I feel like that is something th both both theater and movies can do. They can drag you out of your everyday life just to experience something beautiful and something that um, moves you to tears or makes you root for the character. Or um, yeah, you're just in awe of what is made. Good movies certainly are. Are, are great that is no doubt but what is your favorite movie well 
movies? Um, it might be Lord of the Rings, actually. I really like those movies. Uh, I think they're really, really good. Uh, yeah, probably, probably the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Final question for this episode. Um, what advice would you give to someone starting with uh, script writing, filming, something like that? I mean, it helps to read about what you uh, are going to make. If you're going to make like a musical, you should read how to write a musical instead of heading off right away. And you should definitely do research as well. Uh, if uh, if you have a story that is set in in England in 1915, then you should research how was life back then and so how. You, so you should learn about the setting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You should you should always research and. In the research, you can always you can find you know you can find things that change your story. So research is definitely important. Doing research and um, also um, being open-minded to to different ways the story can go. Like you know, uh, it, it doesn't have to go this way. It can it can go that way or that way. So write write always <laughs> always keep writing. Just write stuff, but do research and um, try to put yourself in the shoes of the characters you are you want to create. That could definitely help creating a story. Yeah, it's been great having you. Unfortunately, our time is up, <laughs> and uh, thank you for having uh, for being here, uh, William. Oh, thank you. Um, thank you to uh, Bakum and Akita for making this podcast possible to produce, and uh, this was the first episode. This will be the first of many.